personas que cuidan aquí del púlpito están haciendo un Four buen trabajo cuatro vasos con agua dos para él y dos para mí We'll be looking at the book of Romans chapter 5 in just a minute. Vamos a estar mirando en el libro a los Romanos en capítulo 5 en unos minutos. You can be turning there and I'm going to share just a little bit with you. Romanos 5, así que pueden ir buscándolo y voy a compartir algo con ustedes. How good did you have to be for God to care about you? ¿Cuán buenos tienes tienes tú que ser para que Dios cuide de ti? People often have things they know about themselves that bother them. If people knew what we know about ourselves, would they still like us? Hay personas que se inquietan por lo que ellos saben de ellos mismos. Si las personas que están afuera supieran todas esas cosas que de nosotros que nosotros sabemos, ¿nos, ¿les caeríamos bien a ellos todavía? ¿Quisieran estar, tener amistad con nosotros? God knows everything. Dios lo sabe todo. Do you ever struggle with how God could really have wanted to save you? ¿Te angustias pensando, realmente quiso Dios salvarme a mí? Do you ever struggle with feelings like you're not a very good Christian and that God might have second thoughts of loving you? ¿Te inquietas porque piensas que a veces tú dices, yo quizá no soy un buen cristiano y como que Dios lo va a pensar dos veces si realmente quiso, lo tuvo que pensar dos veces si quería salvarme o no? Do you feel like you fail so often that you wonder if God really wanted to save you? ¿Tú caes tantas veces que realmente te preguntas, realmente quería, quiso Dios salvarme a mí? Maybe you struggle with how bad your life is now or how bad your life was in the past. Quizás te angustia pensando en lo, lo mal que fuiste o lo mal, lo mal que te estás conduciendo en este día de hoy para que Dios... You uh, remember some of the things you said to God and how you lived your life completely against God. Pensamos en las cosas que dijimos en contra de Dios y hasta blasfemia y... No, no turban esas cosas. Would he really want to save a person like me? Quería realmente, quisiera, querría realmente Dios salvar a una persona como yo. How do you deal with thoughts like this? ¿Cómo lidiamos con pensamientos como estos? I want us to look today at Romans chapter 5 verses 6 through 11. Quiero que veamos en Romanos 5 del 6 al 11. And here we will see the truth of the situation. Y vamos aquí a ver la verdad de esta situación. Romans 5, 6 through 11. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, Much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Leo Romanos 5, empezando en el versículo 6. Porque Cristo, cuando aún éramos débiles, a su tiempo murió por los impíos. Ciertamente, apenas morirá alguno por un justo. Con todo, pudiera ser que alguno osara morir por, por el bueno. Mas Dios muestra su amor para con nosotros, en que siendo aún pecadores, Cristo murió por nosotros. Pues mucho más, estando ya justificados en su sangre, por él seremos salvos de la ira. 
Porque si siendo enemigos fuimos reconciliados con Dios por la muerte de su Hijo, mucho más estando reconciliados seremos salvos por su vida. Y no solo esto, sino que también nos gloriamos en Dios por el Señor nuestro Jesucristo, por quien hemos recibido ahora la reconciliación. Let's pray. Oremos. Father, I thank you that you knew what we would think. Te damos gracias, Padre, porque sabemos que tú sabes todas las cosas como pensamos. And I thank you that your salvation pre prepares and provides for this. Y que tu salvación nos preparó para esto. Thank you, Father, for the truth that is so assuring. Gracias por esta verdad que nos da tanta seguridad. Thank you, Father, that it also shows us you love us beyond measure. Y que nos muestra que tú nos has amado sin medidas. Father, in our lives, help us to stand on truth. Ayúdanos a permanecer en nuestra vida cimentados en la verdad. And may we always rejoice in that. Y que nos regocijemos en esto. We praise you in Jesus' name. Te alabamos en Cristo Jesús. Amen. First, I'd like to, from this passage, show you how God demonstrates his love for us. En este pasaje quiero primero mostrarles cómo Dios ha mostrado, se ha manifestado de esta manera para con nosotros, su amor. Verse 5 talks about um, part of our condition. We're going to speak about our condition before we even start. En el versículo 5, dice, en el versículo 6, comienza describiendo nuestra condición. First thing that Paul would have us to see is that we're weak. Es que somos débiles, lo primero que Pablo quiere mostrarnos. The Bible says that we were totally unable to help ourselves. No éramos capaces de ayudarnos a nosotros mismos, dice la Escritura. We... We're sinners, are sinners, and totally unable to do about our, anything of our sin. Ephesians 2.1 says, and you were dead in trespasses and sins. So we were weak, but it was worse. We were ungodly. It says in the second part of verse 6 that we lived without thinking of what God desires or requires of us. En la segunda parte del versículo 6 dice que no estamos apercibidos de lo que Dios demandaba o requería de nosotros. We were people who did not want God to rule over us. No, éramos personas que no queríamos que Dios reinara sobre nosotros. We didn't want to be like him in his righteousness. No queríamos ser como él en su justicia. We had no desire to obey him. No teníamos deseo de obedecerle. We spurned his law and lived for ourselves. Despreciamos su amor y vivíamos para nosotros mismos. Romans 3, 10 through 18, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one, no one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. En Romanos 3, del 10 al 18, dice, Como está escrito, no hay justo ni aun uno. No hay quien entienda, no hay quien busque a Dios. Todos se desviaron a una, se hicieron inútiles, no hay quien haga lo bueno, no hay ni siquiera uno. Sepulcro abierto es su garganta, con su lengua engañan, veneno de áspides hay debajo de sus labios. Su boca está llena de maldición su, y de amargura. Sus pies se apresuran 
para derramar sangre, quebranto y desventura en sus caminos y no conocieron camino de paz, no hay temor de Dios delante de sus ojos. This doesn't paint a very pretty picture of us. Esto no muestra una hermosa eh, imagen acerca de nosotros. Certainly nothing that would appeal to someone as holy as God. Nada que le hubiera traído a un Dios tan santo como nuestro Dios. At least not based upon who we are. Por lo menos basado en lo que somos. If we look in verse 10, this passage further describes our conditions as, condition as God's enemies. En el versículo 10 nos describe en nuestra condición como enemigos de Dios. We were people who hated God and wanted to live in opposition to him. Romans 1:29-32 says they were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of murder, envy, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless, though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve, deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. In Romanos 1, del 20, versículo 29 al 32, dice... Estando atestado de toda injusticia, fornicación, perversidad, avaricia, maldad, engaños y malignidades, murmuraciones, detractadores, aborrecedores de Dios, injuriosos, soberbios, altivos, inventores de males, desobedientes a los padres, necios, desleales, sin afecto natural, implacables, sin misericordia, quienes, habiendo entendido el juicio de Dios, que los que practican tales cosas son dignos de muerte, no solo las hacen, sino que también se complacen con los que las, con los que las practican. So if you wondered if God loved you, it wasn't because of who you are. Si tú te preguntas por qué te amó Dios, no es por quien tú eras. We, in ourselves, in what we did, were detestable in God's eyes. Nosotros, por lo que éramos, éramos detestables a los ojos de Dios doesn't reassure us very much if God would still love us when we sin, huh? But this passage goes on to show that this is the very condition God chose to love us. It was the very condition God chose to have Christ demonstrate his love for his people. God loved his enemies. Dios amó a sus enemigos. God loved the wicked. Dios amó a los impíos. God loved the ungodly. A los injustos. Christ does what no one else could or would. Christ helps the helpless. That's what we were. There was nothing good about us. There was nothing that would make us pleasing in God's eyes. But God, to demonstrate his love for us, sent Christ. 
He helps the helpless by coming and living the perfectly righteous life that God requires. Él vino a vivir una vida perfecta como la que requería Dios. He suffers and dies for the sin of his helpless people. Él vino a morir por el pecado de nosotros los indefensos pecadores que no podíamos hacer nada. Christ makes the great exchange. Él hizo un gran intercambio. 2 Corinthians 5.17-21 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ and making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God for our sake. He made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Y en 2 Corintios, del versículo, capítulo 5, versículos 17 al 21, leemos, De modo que si alguno está en Cristo, nueva criatura es. Las cosas viejas pasaron y aquí todas son hechas nuevas. Y todo esto proviene de Dios, quien nos reconcilió consigo mismo por Cristo y nos dio el ministerio de la reconciliación, que Dios estaba en Cristo reconciliando consigo al mundo, no tomándoles en cuenta a los hombres sus pecados y nos encargó a nosotros la palabra de la reconciliación. Así que somos embajadores en nombre de Cristo, como si Dios rogase por medio de nosotros o rogamos en nombre de Cristo, reconciliados con Dios, al que no conoció pecado, por nosotros lo hizo pecado para que nosotros fuésemos hecho justicia de Dios en él. We were weak and Christ demonstrated his love for us. Éramos tan débiles y Dios He did for us while we were still sinners what we couldn't do for ourselves. You might say, does he do this for a few deserving people? Are you a deserving person? No. Christ pays for the sins of his undeserving people. No, Cristo paga por el pecado de aquellos que no lo merecían. Romans here talks about how no one is willing to die for someone just because they're righteous. En Romanos aquí dice que quizá usaría alguno morir por algún justo. The righteous referred to in this verse might look like someone who does everything correctly. Una persona justa pudiera parecer aquí como alguien que hace todo bien. A great Bible example of that would be a Pharisee. Un gran ejemplo bíblico de esto sería un fariseo. They kept the law perfectly. Ellos guardaban la ley supuestamente perfectamente. Just because they do things right, you wouldn't want to die for them. El hecho de que alguien pudiera hacer todo bien no te no te movería eso a dar tu vida por ellos. Scripture goes on to say. Seldom does someone die for a good person. The term good person here might refer to someone like the Roman centurion. In Luke 7, 4-5, he had a prayer request of Christ. In Lucas, he has a petition to Christ. 
And when he came to Christ, the people around him said, He is worthy. Y cuando las personas me dieron, le dijeron, Señor, es un hombre digno. He's a good person. Es un buen hombre. He built the Jews a synagogue. Le construyó una sinagoga a los judíos. Someone like that could be called a good person. Alguien como él pudiera ser llamado un buen hombre. And some people might dare to die for someone who's a good person. Y alguien pudiera osar morir por alguien que sería una buena persona. You might look at them and say, well, it's a benefit to save that person. Pudiéramos decir, sería beneficioso salvar a esa persona. Maybe they're a great leader in the government or maybe they're a great leader in the community. Quizás son grandes líderes en el gobierno o en la comunidad. Some people might die for someone like that. Alguien pudiera morir por alguien como ellos. Is that us? Somos eso nosotros? Are we good? Somos nosotros buenos? No. No. Christ demonstrated God's love by being willing to die for us as undeserving sinners. Dios muestra su amor para con nosotros, estando dispuesto a morir por nosotros, pecadores que no lo merecíamos. The scripture we read earlier that talked about how bad we were. La lectura que leímos antes que nos enseñaba cuán malos éramos. The gossips and the slanderers and the vile people. Las difamaciones, los chismes y todas esas cosas. We're the kind of people Christ died for. Christ demonstrated God's love by being willing to die for us as undeserving sinners. No one is righteous. Only Christ. But he was willing to display his love by dying for us. Estaba dispuesto a mostrar su amor muriendo por nosotros. No one is good in God's eyes. Nadie es bueno a los ojos de Dios. No one is such a benefit to society that God sees him as good. Nadie es tan beneficioso a la, a la sociedad que Dios los mira como buenos. All are undeserving sinners. Todos somos pecadores inmerecedores. But Christ I'm sorry, but still, Christ was willing to display his love for us by dying for us. So, remember that God demonstrated his love for us by reconciling his enemies to himself. Christ dies for those working hard in hatred against him. Christ paid for all the offenses done in hatred against God. God is now satisfied that those who were working against him no longer have that debt of evil against him. Christ pays for the trespasses of the enemies who are to be his people. And then supernaturally brings the offending party into a restored, whole, righteous relationship with God. How he draws his reconciled enemies into a full relationship with him is a mystery. You and I, we hated God. We were his enemy. Because of Christ. Por, pero por Cristo, Now our trespasses are paid. Son and we have the surpassing joy of knowing God as our Father and living in eternal peace with Him. 
Christ does this while we were still in our sin and were enemies. Cristo hizo esto por nosotros cuando estábamos en nuestros pecados y aún éramos sus enemigos. Christ did not do this after we realized, realized we needed help. Él no hizo esto cuando él se dio cuenta cuando nosotros nos dimos cuenta que necesitamos ayuda. He did not do this when we said, ah, I think I won't be God's enemy anymore. Christ did not do this after we'd cleaned our lives up a bit, gotten rid of all those ugly things. Christ completed his whole work for us while we were helpless. Hizo todo esto cuando no teníamos nada que podíamos hacer. While we were dead in trespasses and sins. Cuando estábamos muertos en nuestros delitos y pecados. While we were sinners. Cuando éramos pecadores. And while we were enemies. Y éramos sus enemigos. All done before we even knew he existed. Todo esto fue hecho aun cuando ni siquiera sabíamos que él existía. Christ provided our whole salvation before we wanted it or knew we needed it. Not one part of our salvation depends on us. It's all done for us. It doesn't depend on us to help maintain it. We can't mess it up. Careful here. We'll have to be careful here. I'm not saying... Tenemos que tener cuidado aquí. No le estoy diciendo. My yo, words are written complicated. <laughs> mis palabras están escritas de manera complicada. Yo lo sé. I'm not saying that a person can profess Christ and then turn from Christ, blaspheme him and live in rebellion the rest of his life. No podemos decir que una persona que haya profesado a Cristo y que vive una vida blasfema apartada de Dios and then be considered a Christian. Sea considerado un cristiano. The person who truly trusts Christ will not want to turn from Christ ultimately. The person who trusts in Christ will struggle with sin for the rest of their earthly life. But that struggle with sin will not ultimately affect the outcome of God's work. Salvation is the work of God provided for his people and accepted by faith. The, the work of salvation is sure because God has done it all. So, if God demonstrates his love for us, He will certainly complete our salvation. This is an argument from the greater to the lesser. If God was willing to do all this, send his son while we were enemies, then he will certainly do that. He will complete our salvation. He will bring us to himself. Since Christ has been willing to die for sinners, our deliverance from God's wrath to come is a foregone conclusion. God will pour out his wrath against all sin at the end of the age. 
God's people will be delivered from that wrath because Christ has already suffered and died for their sins. Y el pueblo de Dios va a ser librado de ese juicio porque ya Cristo pagó por esos pecados de nosotros. Since Christ has died for our sins, our being saved by his life is also a foregone conclusion. Ya como Cristo murió por nuestros pecados, entonces esa conclusión es predecible de que vamos a ser librados al fin. Christ is now in heaven making intercession Ahora for Cristo us. Ahora Cristo está en el cielo haciendo intercesión por nosotros. And what that means is since Christ has died for sinners, he will certainly bring us through this life by means of his intercession. Y como Cristo murió por nuestros pecados, él no va a traer a, a, a vamos a poder concluir por medio de su intercesión. The work of Christ doesn't say if I make it to heaven, it says when I make it to heaven. El que está en Cristo no dice si yo lo, si yo llego al cielo, sino cuándo lo voy voy a llegar yo al cielo. Our reaction then should be an assurance that we are delivered from God's wrath. Nuestra reacción es una seguridad de que hemos sido librados de la ira de Dios. An assurance that we will be saved by Christ's life. Because Christ lives, he will help us to finish the race in him. Una seguridad de que en Cristo nos va a ayudar con su vida, con la vida perfecta que tuvo, y vamos a poder llevar al fin, llegar al fin. Our rejoicing in God, uh, this is another reaction, our rejoicing in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have received reconciliation. Nos regocijamos en Dios por medio de nuestro Jesucristo, por medio del cual hemos obtenido la reconciliación. Meaning to say, we rejoice in God because of what he's done for us. The Father is not the angry one who, we have, who has to have his arm twisted behind his back by the work of Christ. What I mean by that is, some people see the Father is the angry one. Alguien ve a Dios como alguien enojado, como un ser enojado. And Christ is the loving one. Y que es el amoroso, el que es And if God's going to love us, Christ has to force the Father to love us. But that's not the truth. Pero esa no es la What's the most famous verse in the Bible? ¿Cuál es el más en la Say it together. Yes, yes. John 3.16? Yes. Juan 3.16. God. God. The Father is not a mean one who doesn't want anybody to come near him. It's not that God is looking for an opportunity to push us away. Christ has paid it all. Cristo lo ha pagado todo. And it's because the Father loves us, he draws him to, us to himself. We rejoice because all the persons of the Godhead loved us in spite of who we are. And all the persons of the Godhead sent Christ into the world to die for his people. And Christ delivered them from God's wrath and will bring them safely home to glory. So, brothers and sisters, we need to be full of joy and rejoicing. Because we have a Savior who came and did everything for us. 
And because he did it all for us, we're reconciled to God. We're delivered from wrath to come. We're saved by his life. We'll make it home to glory because of Christ. What a good thing. Christian, have you contemplated the demonstration of God's love for you spoken here? Cristiano, has tú contemplado el gran amor mostrado por Dios para contigo, como hemos visto aquí? This is not God just sending you a note that says, hey, I was thinking of you. Esto no es Dios enviándote una notita. Mira, yo estaba pensando en ti. Or, I just wanted to say I care. Oh, quería decirte que yo te tengo pendiente. And so I'll just make your day good so you know I care. Te voy a hacer que tu día te vaya bien para que tú sepas que yo tengo cuidado de ti. It wasn't a small thing. No fue algo pequeño. God demonstrated his love through sending his son to die for us. Él mostró ese amor enviando a su hijo a morir por nosotros. The son of God took on flesh at the right time. El hijo de Dios encarnó al tiempo adecuado. He lived a perfectly righteous life for you. Y vivió una vida perfecta por ti. He took your sin upon himself and suffered under the hands of men. He endured God's wrath and died in your place. He did all this while you were unable to help yourself. While you lived in your sin and rebellion as an enemy of God. And we're just happy to go off into eternal punishment. This is a love so undeserved, it could only be based on the character of and nature of God. Este es un amor tan inmerecido que solamente puede estar basado en la naturaleza de Dios. This is a love so great that no illustration can come close to giving an example. Es un amor tan grande que no hay ninguna ilustración que no pueda dar un ejemplo claro. God demonstrated his love for his people by sending his son to die. Él mostró su amor para con su pueblo enviando a su hijo a morir por nosotros. He died for helpless ungodly enemies so that they might be children of God. I would just like to read from Revelation 5, 11, 13 because it talks about the victory of Christ. Then I looked and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels Myriad, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing and I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. Y aquí en Apocalipsis 5, del 11 al 13, dice, Y miré y oí la voz de muchos ángeles alrededor del trono y de los seres vivientes y de los ancianos y su número era millones de millones que decían a gran voz, El Cordero que fue inmolado es digno de tomar el poder, las riquezas, la sabiduría, la fortaleza, la honra, la gloria y la alabanza 
y a todo lo creado que está en el cielo y sobre la tierra y debajo de la tierra y en el mar y a, y, y a todas las cosas que en ellos hay oí decir al que está sentado en el trono y al cordero sea la alabanza la honra la gloria y el poder por los siglos de los siglos that should make every brother and sister say praise the Lord eso hace que cada hermano y hermana diga te alabamos Señor now if you're here and you have never trusted Christ as Savior. He offers this to you. It's, it's for you to come and trust him by faith. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for the work that you've done in providing salvation for us. Thank you that you did it while we were still enemies and helpless. Thank you for its completeness. Help us to rest in it. And may we rejoice and bring you glory for what you've provided. In Jesus' name, amen.